We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. This is the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, John Helton. Hey everybody, it's John Halpin, and welcome to the Monday, December 10th edition of the Roadwire Fantasy Football Podcast. Week 14 is almost over. Uh, Tim Heaney and I are going to review the Sunday action. There were, what, 14 games? But uh, let's also, should we talk fishball? Should we? Well, I think a major topic from Sunday loops into it. So, yes. We're Team Kittle, you and me. Hashtag Team Kittle. How did he not, I hate to be greedy. I don't hate to be greedy. What happened in the second half? Yeah, oh, I, I think they schemed a little better. They double teamed him a little bit, right? Like what I saw, but yeah, it's. Uh, I think he had enough for a couple of halves there. He really so. did. So, um, anyway, we we talk about the Scott Fishbowl from time to time. Uh, Tim and I look like we're in good shape both to move forward into the semifinals, which is pretty good. Nine hundred team league, um, fifteen conferences, everybody. So yeah, yeah, it's a big deal. And John Halpin kind of owned all of us this week in our in our league. So I crushed yesterday. <laughs> like that was. I think it was my best week of the year. I so. So, yeah. Yeah. Are you done? Are you finally done scoring? Or I think I'm done scoring. Do I have anyone tonight? I don't think I have anybody tonight. Doug Baldwin was on my bench. No, that's a different league. Yeah, so I'm good. Well, yeah, I had to leave Doug Baldwin on my bench because I couldn't find a handcuff for Monday night right. situation. So I had to leave him on, and my receivers did not go well with Godwin and Callaway. That, that yeah. fell very flat. But, yeah, George Kittle. Um, we got we have to start a George Kittle facts segment of this podcast, I think, moving forward. Dude is, Chuck Norris style. Dude is great. He's just so great. And that yesterday, was, you know, he was just running away from people yesterday. Yeah. And the big part of fishball, everyone, is a tight end bonus league. It's half point PPR for everybody else, but tight ends get the full point. Yeah. And first downs count as half a point as well. So George Kittle had a lot of all of that. Yeah, I think he had forty <laughs> points in this league. So he did. Correct. All right. Yeah. Enough about us. We'll keep we'll keep track of that. So next week, there's fifteen conferences. And there's 10 teams in each conference, and only the, the first-place team moves forward. Into Week 16. Yeah. Yes. So hopefully one of us does. Yeah. Um, and like I said before we started, I wish I had saved some points. 
but whatever. <laughs> yeah, you, you topped us up at like 60, I think, the second Crazy. place. So, yeah. yeah. I'm <laughs> looking at going, wow, I'm smart. Look at this team. I'm going to win. <laughs> well, you had Brady and Ryan and a two-quarterback. Well, Superflex League, actually, also. I forgot yeah. to mention that. Chubb, uh, David Johnson, and Tariq Cohen actually was a little bit lighter last night than usual. But Juju Smith-Schuster, George Kittle, and Ian Thomas. Sneaky yeah. little uh, Ian Thomas there. Got him the last week, guy. actually. Yeah. So that was good. Yeah, it's funny. I actually went back and looked at the draft, and I think I got Juju in the fifth round or sixth well, even. Wide receivers depreciate heavily in this league. Yeah. So. It's amazing because yeah. the thing is, I draft. I took Josh Gordon in the third, figuring nine hundred teams, I'd swing for the fences. Right. And yeah. uh, and getting Juju late was just so lucky. That's money. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's move on. Let's talk. Let's recap the games and, and see if we have any uh, actionable intelligence for everybody. First, catch us on Twitter. Tim's at Tim underscore Heaney. I'm at Jay Halpin thirty seven. You can also tweet us at RotoWire. You can get player updates on some of the injured players, which we'll talk about some of them at RotoWire NFL. And you can find us on Facebook. All right, Giants. The Giants continuing their playoff push. It's great stuff. <laughs> they want that. Uh, they want that number ten pick. Who cares about number three? <laughs> they could get the second wild card. You know. I know. I mean, they need a lot of a lot of dominoes. Uh, ridiculous. That's, you yeah. know, the Illuminati's going to have to interfere and all that. So. <laughs> well, that, well, that's a whole other section of our podcast we didn't expect to acknowledge here and there. But right. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> so uh, Saquon is just they, that guy is God's gift to running backs. Do you think he's the number one pick next year in fantasy? Yes. Okay, and it, yeah. it's close. I mean, yeah. as as great as Zeke is, as great as Gurley is, as great as Gurley is, I think Saquon's first. Even so. with depending on how they even rebuild the offensive line as well, that could yeah. bolster it more. Yeah, it's uh, it's it, it might be a top three, type four situation again, where it's you know I don't want to say interchangeable, but definitely thin separation between a couple of them. Right. So, um, and he's I think he's going to be getting his handoffs from Eli again too. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. One more year of this whole thing. So, um, all right. So Saquon was fantastic. If you had him, good for you. Uh, with OBJ out, Evan Engram was actually he only got five targets, but you know, seventy-seven yards. You'll take it from a tight end. We'll, we'll take anything like that. The yeah. other receivers did not. I mean, Shepard got a touchdown, but he didn't do much. Like it, it, there wasn't a, and because they won by so much. They didn't throw the ball that much. So, so it wasn't like with OBJ out, we said, oh, the targets went here. They kind of oh. were spread out. Well, Wayne Gallman got 14 carries because of the blowout. So yeah. that, that's where most of it went. Ridiculous, <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Um, I mean, Eli, you know what? Whatever. Day was fine. I don't know if I'd expect a lot more of that, but it was okay. So the he, Redskins, happened to have, he happened to have three touchdowns out of his eh, death, yeah. But, yeah. The, the Redskins here. So oh. the Sanchez experiment died a quick death. Merciful, but not merciful enough, I think. And Jay Gruden said after the game that Josh Johnson's the guy, right? Well, he's been he has experience with the system and okay. uh, his in past years, so Okay. I mean we're still Josh Johnson was on his couch a week ago. <laughs> Very true. So we have to target him. So you've got Yes. Right now they're playing at Jacksonville in week fifteen. The Jags are now, because they've been slumping, they're seventy one percent owned on Yahoo, sixty nine percent on ESPN. Then the Redskins are at Tennessee in week 16. Tennessee, the Titans defense, 52% owned on Yahoo, 67% ESPN. The thing is, we were targeting the Titans defense last week because we thought they were going to get Mark Sanchez. Now it's, right. you know, okay. So, you know, Sanchez, Josh Johnson, what do we care? Exactly. So uh, those, are, those are some defenses you, you, you want to go after if you can find. I mean, they're not widely available, but it's not like you can't get them everywhere. It's worth it. you got to look. Mm-hmm. So who, I mean, who does Tennessee play this week where you have to like sacrifice that? Giants. You know? Okay, there you At go. The Giants. All right. So yep. There you go. Um, yep. Crowder got that big long touchdown. Okay, another question about this Be- because of the way the Redskins are set up now. Right. It. W- what does this do? For, is Adrian? You. Uh, I mean, on one hand, you look and you go, "Well, they have to. F- they have to funnel everything through Peterson because they, they can't throw." On the other hand, it's like, well, everybody knows that. So, you mean, you know, it's every, the, 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 the entire game plan is built around crushing the run. And at Jacksonville, that's not a great situation this week. Yeah. The, the run defense is, is weaker than the pass defense, but it's not a, you know, I mean, Derrick Henry is just a, an anomaly. I don't think that Peterson has that same right. ability to just steamroll them. So, I mean, Johnson can run a little bit, so maybe that opens things up slightly, but it's not enough to make it account for that. 
Right. So, so. yeah, it's it, it's not looking too great for Peterson, but still at RB two. Uh, but you know, you're, you're crossing your fingers with the game flow. Yep. Okay. Um, and Jordan Reed did nothing. Zero point zero. Left with a foot injury as well. Yeah. Right. right. So yeah. Okay. Um, Saints Bucks. Um, I don't know. Jameis. Weird stat. Jameis targeted Chris Godwin ten times. Mm-hmm. And and had one completion. Right, one completion. And 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 I I didn't watch this game again. Folks were recording this a little before ten o'clock Eastern on Monday morning. Uh, it sounds like they 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 basically were all just uncatchable. Mm-hmm. So well, I don't know if the weather had an issue, was an issue there. It wasn't. It was like I don't know if it was like a little slippery or whatnot in Tampa Bay. Right. I I don't know either. I know but, the rain passed yeah. generally before kickoff, but right. It wasn't like a nightmare, you know, monsoon situation, but it was. Maybe a little little slippery, but I don't know if that... It didn't look like it affected all that much. Right. Um, Adam Humphreys didn't score a touchdown, shockingly, because he scored he came a touchdown up every one yard. came up one yard short, though. Yep, he did. Yep. So. Jameis, I, the running with Jameis is just really... It's such a nice little bonus with him. You know? Yeah. Well, you know, we have a couple of, running, a couple of quarterbacks with that moving forward. We thought Winston would be the best of the throwing of them, but... Yeah, right. Very, I mean, the Saints, the Saints pressure probably got to him a little bit, too. I was looking. He was looked a little bit more uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Putting off his back leg a little bit more. Um, yeah. Well, you know, the interception was the, the, the only inter- interception came, I believe, as a like a desperation heave to end the game or something. So, right. Yeah. And now, now the problem, Jameis has been he's been solid, and now he goes right. at Baltimore at Dallas in the next two weeks. It's not great. Mm-hmm. So the, you were hoping for the lead up to that being productive, and he's he has been okay. Yeah, but the last the last two weeks, yeah. you 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 would have thought the numbers would have been bigger, right? So Carolina should have been a little bit more of an advantage. But, yeah. You know. um, otherwise, here, I mean, the Saints. I don't know. Camaro's fine. Twenty eight points for the Saints, and we're just kind of going eh. Right. <laughs> but I mean, Drew Brees, you know, Drew Brees had that jump for the touchdown. Zach Lyon caught, I think, the touchdown. The other one. So it was a weird game. I mean, you because you, you look at the individual performances on the Saints. And none of them make you that happy. I mean, Camaro was okay. Well, Thomas had a nice reception day, like eleven catches. Yeah. Right? So okay. Yeah. I mean, no touchdowns. So you know, everything was. And Breeze was, you know, eh, whatever. He wasn't that great. I mean, he's not the most exciting quarterback all all the time now. It's just that he's moving effectively, right? And managing. And again, and this is from this is from a fantasy standpoint, right? Yeah. Not from a real life. Of course. Um. And that Taysom and- Hill. Taysom Hill always does something. <laughs> it might be annoying, but he always does something. Oh, I, I, they're using him less in the red zone, it looks like. So that's Thank always a positive. God. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Nothing else in that game, really. Uh, Dolphins, Patriots. Wow. That was a little more, little more in this one. That was awesome. And, and, and we can say, I, I, I am, okay. So I'm, I grew up a Giants fan. I am far from a Bill Belichick hater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, they screwed up on that last play. Like the, the Hail Mary yeah. was not getting completed. I mean, they, yeah. they screwed up with the personnel, and it's easy to say now, but they did. And it's okay. They're, they make mistakes. It happens. Right. McCourty wasn't on the field. Gronk was. Right. Yeah. So, and it's not, Tannehill wasn't going to throw that ball 70 yards in the air. No, he, that's not his game. So, <laughs> but, so how many, how many, um... Tim, <laughs> say that again. I lost <laughs> you for a second. Play. I lost you for a oh, second. How many suicide sprints? How many suicide sprints do you think they'll have to do after that final play oh this week? Oh my god! Yeah, they're they're going to be <laughs> angry. Like, get, get, losing like that, Belichick had to be like, "Come on, yep, <laughs> that's not supposed to happen." <laughs> uh, I, I didn't see the camera feed on him, but it must I have didn't been either. Uh, yeah, no. It's funny. I, I'm actually on the ESPN page, and I think they just run this video on a loop on the ESPN <laughs> boxer page. So they just say, I, "I feel like I've seen it ten times this morning already." Get the views, man. I'm I'm for that. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So this game on the Pat side. I mean, Michelle got the volume, but didn't produce. Mm-hmm. Uh, the receivers all did fine. I mean, you know, Gordon's been Gordon's been pretty darn good. And the last five weeks, I think he's averaging you know eighty-eight yards a game or something. Yeah, he had like eighty-seven yards, but it was didn't didn't get the end zone again last week. But right, yeah, he's he's been okay. Yeah, he, he's, uh, yeah, no Howard for the Dolphins. Right, which definitely so. helps. Gronk had a nice game. I mean, he didn't have a good tackling game, but he had a good receiving game. <laughs> Well, what, what he what, what he should normally be asked to do, he was he was fine. Right. <laughs> so. uh, the um the snaps for the backfield, it was something like thirty three Michelle, thirty one White, and seventeen Burkhead, or something like that. 
Mm-hmm. It, it was, you know, it was Michelle by a little, but Burke had just, he just, it's a, it's annoying. I mean, the James, the James White thing, it's like, you, you can't play this guy anymore. And in the beginning of the season, he looked so good. Mm-hmm. And because of the usage now, you kind of, you, you, I, I don't even think in PPR you can play him. I low end flex in PPR now. So, All right. Yeah. And this week they've got, they should be home again. No, they're at Pittsburgh. So. And that, that run defense has improved a lot this year. And those. It's going to be a good James White day. Right. So. All right. Um, Brandon Bolden. What happened? What, how did that happen? Um, it seemed like it was just one long touchdown run, right? Right. And then, well, let, me, let me see. Yeah. But you got two touchdowns. He did. But then right. one was like, – he had two carries for 60 yards. I'm like, trying to figure how out. How does he come off the f- – this, and, and I hope it to be able to answer this better. How does he come off the field for – you know, does do, do Drake and Gore come off the field for Brandon Bolden to get the ball? <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good question. I actually missed that. Yeah. Uh, okay. fi- yeah. Um, I mean, you know, funny that narrative, you know, revenge game for Brandon Bolden. You know, everyone, <laughs> right. everyone would have laughed at that before this, but. <laughs> um, Frank Gore, Frank Gore, look, he just, uh, we complain about him for fantasy purposes a lot. We complain about him because he hurts those of us who like Kenyon Drake and, and drafted Kenyon Drake. And you look and you go, oh, how far is this team going to go? Frank Gore is 100 years old. And shouldn't they be trying to But the guy, when you watch him, he's good. He's still good. And, and it's amazing mm-hmm. that he's still good at his age with all that tread on his tires. Yeah, uh, he was, he's among the leaders in elusiveness, I think, on, on Pro Football Focus. Right. And, you know, break broken tackle ratings are really good. Um, yeah, it's uh, that, that Dolphins offensive line, you know, it seems to be a little bit better. And, I, I, man, I, I'm going to keep saying this. I think Ryan Tannehill... It's coming around as a as a decent quarterback for this offense. Yep. So, yeah. Um Kenny Stills, big day in addition to yep. his great lateral. But yep. the last two weeks he's been getting busier. I mean, since Tannehill's come back, he's gotten busier. I know that first week he only caught one pass, but you know, last couple it, it was kinda like he dropped off the face of the earth in the middle of the season when Osweiler's playing. And yep. now with Tannehill back in three games, I mean he's got thirteen catches on nineteen targets and a couple of touchdowns. I mean, Tannehill likes him pretty clearly. Yeah, I was looking to pick up Stills. I missed out in a couple of places. So, right. right, still a good, still a good downfield weapon. I think Tannehill can go downfield a little bit better than Osweiler could. Yeah. So, yeah. Now remember, if you're looking for Stills, they are at Minnesota and then home for Jacksonville. Cool. Yeah. So well, not the greatest. <laughs> well, let, let, let's stop that momentum right now then. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Chiefs Ravens, uh, great ending. Great job by the Chiefs. Good. I was actually hoping for the Ravens to win because I wanted that this Thursday night game to mean a lot more. Right. For the it would have been Chargers. a one-game lead, right? Yeah. yeah. So. That game's at Kansas City, right? I'm checking it right is. now. It is at Kansas City. Okay. By the way, we've got two Saturday games this week, everybody. We, we do. Yeah. Texans, Jets, and Browns, Broncos. So spend your Saturday night with Baker Mayfield, everyone. It's going to be good. Um, and Philip Lindsay. <laughs> Philip Lindsay, right. I, I shouldn't leave out Philip Lindsay. Mm-hmm. So... Damian Williams, yep. you know, gets the game-winning <sighs> touchdown, game-tying touchdown, I should say. Uh, so that yeah. was pretty cool. Yep. Um, I mean, you know, and, and he got two touchdowns for the day. But Spencer Ware owners, d- don't fret Spencer Ware owners. He, he had a really strong game. He looked solid when he got the ball, yeah, absolutely. Right. Now, he had supposedly – now, he hurt his hamstring, but he's fine, right? Last I checked. Yeah. Let me take a quick look. It seems to be that he's on track to play. Yep. He left briefly, but I guess he came back. I mean, it's a Thursday game, so you're going to have to keep an eye on it. But and he, uh, Yeah, go ahead. Go I ahead. like. I mean, you know, 129 yards from scrimmage. I know he didn't get in the end zone, but I'm not complaining. And here's the thing. I think Williams being that pass-catching back, I think, matched up a little bit better against the Ravens a little bit. He was a little bit quicker, so he could play, you know, off Mosley a little bit better, and the coverage was a little bit more of a matchup. Um, you know, hurdle for the Ravens. So, you know, sometimes that, that, that receiving back can make a little bit of a difference in cases where you face a tough defense like that. So the split was a little bit closer this week. I don't know it's going to be closer Thursday against the Chargers, who I don't think have as much talent as the Ravens like that. Yep. Um, and I had Dam- Damian Williams on the bench in Fishbowl. So, uh, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you had to. <laughs> well, I stashed him. I was like, okay, maybe this will turn into something. And then, you know. Right. Whatever. So, the other thing in this game, by the way, I know last week when the news came out about Sammy Watkins being out until the playoffs, probably, mm-hmm. the, 
the instinct is to go toward Chris Conley, but target-wise yesterday it was not. It was Robinson and not Conley. Robinson, seven targets, five for 42. Conley, three targets, two for 13. So, yeah. they don't. Um, Chris, Chris Conley, almost. I mean, he's gotten – I don't know how many touchdowns right now. He's gotten a few, I think. But you're, you, you keep thinking that when Watkins is out, Conley's going to get his chance, and he just – and it just doesn't happen. And those, and those Ravens outside cornerbacks are right. tough. So. Um, other side of this one, Lamar Jackson hurt his ankle, says he's fine. You're going to need to watch it. Mm-hmm. He looked better throwing the ball to me. He, I, I know the, the, mm-hmm. you know the stat line doesn't look great. Well, the, the Chiefs secondary is kind of eh. Yeah, but he made some nice throws. So. Yeah, had some velocity on a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, he played the mid-range field pretty well. Uh, the other thing here, though, the the backfield here, the Gus Edwards train, I don't want to say it's come to a halt, but you got some issues here. Because Kenneth Dixon got a red zone carry for a touchdown. He gets involved in the passing game a little. Ty Montgomery's on the field sometimes. The snap split was Edwards 31, Dixon 23, Montgomery 19. So yep. so Edwards is basically an early down back. He's, he's mm-hmm. LeGarrette Blunt. Between the 20s. With a quarterback style. who's going to open up lanes for him better. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not great. Kenneth Dixon, long term dynasty stash though. <laughs> like 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 where that potential could be going if you're looking for that like bench guy. Remember, so. how, remember how popular he was last year. Last year. year. Last off last preseason. Last preseason. Yes. Everybody people were falling all over themselves to get him. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. That's it for that game. Colts Texans. I like the Colts. Ooh. I really do. That personnel is underrated. I keep, we keep saying this, mm-hmm. but we have to keep saying it. So, um, T.Y. Hilton, huge day. He owns he owns the Texans. Yeah. So, I believe I look up his numbers against the Texans because they're insane. And Eric Ebron owns everybody. Yes, well, obviously he, he gets a touchdown every day. So, <laughs> was he up twelve now? Yep. Yeah. Does that include the pass or the run or whatever? You I don't had? know. I, I might. I don't know. I, I got to check on that. But all right. Um, Marlon Mack rewarded you if you if you played him because he got a touchdown. It wasn't a great day, but he got a touchdown, so it's okay. Yeah. It, it, he saved his day. Um, they, they still Deshaun Watson. He threw more. He has not been. He threw more because they were losing. But he has not been a good fantasy starter for for the last many many weeks. He's been borderline. Yeah, I mean, I've, they've been I've, running I've, a lot, which is right. fine in real life, but. Yeah. Yeah, it's not great. So yeah, um, I'm trying to think who he's faced the Colts, the Browns, which I'm surprised he didn't take more advantage of the Browns previous week. Right, generally, yeah, I can't imagine Watson is inside my top twelve this week, even after no, the Jets. He, yeah, no, he's fringy. It, yeah. It's matchup driven, but he's got put it but but he has the Jets and the Eagles. Right. So those are two nice ones to close out the playoffs. Um, Lamar Miller, uh, you know, another one. He got a touch. He got 19 more touches. So he's been busy. Mm-hmm. I'll give him that. Yep. The kind of the opposite of what we all would think of him because we thought, oh, they want to keep him fresh. And right. Then, you know, whatever. Okay. Let's get to Packers Falcons. Why? Why are they two challenges in the first? How many minutes? Eighty <laughs> something seconds. Yeah. What were they doing? Uh, what was he doing? Joey. Joey. What are you doing, Joey? Oh man. <laughs> uh, Rogers had a. You know, he his day was fine. Philbin seemed to call a better game for him than, okay. than anything. I didn't watch I, it. Well, I, I don't know if it was actually him calling it, but it seemed like you know they focus on not trying to make Rodgers' challenge downfield all the time anymore. Right. They, they're doing like the more mid-range stuff because I think Cobb returning helped that. Uh, you know, even Valdez Scantling, they ran a little bit more you know out routes or quick stuff. So it's not like just trying to go get thirty-yard chunk gains type mm-hmm. of thing. So Rodgers looked a little bit comfortable with that. So okay, uh, yeah. Aaron Jones. Nice saw that, but did I read uh, Mario's thing that, that Jones didn't get a carry until the second quarter? Uh, Mario Puig has so. his, re- his rapid reactions on rotowire.com, by the way. It's really good. You should read it every week, everybody. Yep. And Amari Cooper is the uh, headliner, so we'll yeah. get to that later. So, so you'd have to oh. tell everybody to read it, yeah. <laughs> or jo- yeah, not, not, not until the second quarter. Okay. Jamal, Jamal Williams did most of the first quarter work. Weirdness. More weirdness. But, but Jones dominated as they... Increase the lead, so yep. that's what you want. He was fine. So, I mean, a solid day. Uh, 106 yep. yards from scrimmage, touchdown, good. Uh, Julio, nice day. A couple touchdowns, 8 for 106. Yep. Uh, Ito Smith outshines Tevin Coleman again. Like, Tevin Coleman's just 
what a disappointment. I was talking to Derek about him last week. I think Derek was, was we were talking about him as a DFS sort of a, you know, contrarian play because uh-huh. everybody was, everybody was so out on him mm-hmm. and uh, that didn't really work. Uh, Ryan, you know what? Ryan's stats look good. They were garbage time stats. Yes, they were. So don't get too excited, fantasy, everybody. Fantasy purposes, yes. He keeps getting them, so I guess I can't compl- we can't complain. Uh-huh. This week they've got the Falcons have their home for the Cardinals. <sighs> and and I think they come here to Charlotte. So to face the Taylor Heineke's. We'll talk about that later. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so Ido and Coleman, the Cardinals are, have been they've been good against the run, right? No, they have Sorry, they, opposite. They, they used to be trash, and I think they're. Did they face some weaker teams? So I think that's helped them. Yeah, because the Lions really don't have Lions really don't have a run game without carry on. So, so everything everything's contextual. But you have Ito uh, Smith. What are you thinking this week? Well, I do have him in Fishbowl, but I he's like a fifth running back, so I'm not sure I want to be in the position to play him. That's, act, that's uh, actually a good way to put it, though, because there. I mean, look, if if you only start two running backs, I mean, you hope to God you're not starting Ito Smith or Tevin Coleman. Right. But if he's your fifth running back. How do, you, how do you look at this? Do you go, geez, I still don't want him? I'd rather take the chance on Coleman. Yeah. Take a big play. Again, that's, that, that's the way I've been reading it the last month. So Okay. Yeah, whole season, really. Okay. Browns-Panthers. Uh, do you want to talk about Sark, by the way, before we move off the Falcons? Uh, no, just, just hashtag fire Sarkeesian. I think I've talked about it enough in this podcast. Okay. He's terrible. Fair enough. <laughs> that, and, that, and that's the Tevin Coleman, Devon, Devontae Freeman owner hatred right there. So. <laughs> uh, Panthers-Browns. Uh, uh, it's hard not to love Baker. Really even in is. his even in his less than great fantasy games, but yeah, yeah. But I mean, he was a, he was just a he had a good day. Um, Jarvis Landry played well. I mean, had a rushing touchdown and a pass and a receiving touchdown, and he almost and he tried to throw for a touchdown. So weird though, right. they th- he threw to like across the field to Nick Chubb. Yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. odd. It was an odd play, but um, I'm not questioning. Freddie Kitchens, because that whole thing, that whole setup <laughs> Cleveland's got going is really good. I like it. Well, he quelled our concern with Landry for sure, but you he know, did. It, and, and and you know, it, it fit the bill. It's funny because Landry's volume was not huge, but <laughs> the Panthers been getting beat up through the slot, and and yep. if if you use that logic to play Landry, it worked. It might not have worked in the in the way that you thought it would, but it worked. Right. So and, and you you've harped on that a couple times in this podcast with the, the slot corners being weak. So yep. Um, all right. Rashad Perriman, though. He came out of nowhere. <laughs> God, please don't pick up Rashad Perriman, anybody. Nope. Don't do that. Fun catch, but... It's a terrible idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the Panthers side, McCaffrey actually had a third touchdown called back. Mm-hmm. So that was good. Cam is... Uh, I'm, oh, man. I'm worried. I mean, that's, that's another... Look, the thing with him is, the, you know, he overthrew... Uh, I mean, the interception on the, at the end was bad. But the, but it, the fourth down... Yeah, Bye. the in- inaccuracy has always been part of the package with him. Yep. Now, and, and so it's hard to understand or to really know how much the shoulder is playing a part in this. But, but we talked about last week. I think I talked with Derek at the end that after hearing Cam and Ron Rivera talk on Wednesday last week, or it was kind of like, all right, now I'm worried this guy's going to sit down if they lose another game. Mm-hmm. So if he's your only quarterback, fix that. Those are ducks, man. He they yeah. just died. It's those bad. Two throws. <laughs> I mean, and, and, and all year they've yeah. been relying on a short pass game anyway. Well, it's career high completion percentage for Newton. Right. So. I mean, if you die, if you if you're checking not checking down, I don't want to say that, but, but it's a lot of short stuff. Right. But the the, 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 the young receiver. I mean, T.J. Moore is good. I mean, we, we talked Samuel. in the beginning of the year. This, there's there's only one ball to go around, but some of the the pieces have you know it's not Funches and Olsen now. Right. Well, it's it's guys that can do damage after the catch. That's why you should focus yeah. on that. Um, Ian Thomas is a is a top twelve tight end for the next couple of games. Well, the matchups, yes, yeah, it, it's just it is what it is. They're going to throw to him now. I mean, eleven targets, nine for seventy seven. He looked good. He's they they got him because he can catch the ball. All it all makes sense. If you if you've been dis- in tight end despair this season, Ian Thomas can probably help you fix that. Especially if it's not uh, Cam throwing the ball. So, <laughs> man, oh man, oh man, that's just bad. Uh, yeah, I, I think if they lose to the Saints on Monday night, he might sit. For week sixteen, yeah, yeah. So um, that, would that eliminate them, basically? Yeah, right. Pretty much. I mean, I, yeah. I guess it. You know, it depends on what the Eagles and the well, the Vikings. The Vikings are now the second wild card. Mm-hmm. 
and then the Eagles would be in the mix. I mean, the Redskins probably are just, you know, they're going to die. So Yes. Um, yeah. The Giants can't. The Giants lose the tiebreaker to the Panthers, as crazy as it sounds to even discuss that. <laughs> so, but yeah, lo- losing, losing Monday night would pretty much finish them, I think. So, okay. So, yeah. Um, Watch out for that. But yeah, we, we know more about that after tonight, after the Vikings and Seahawks play. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Jets, Bills. Josh Allen, man with the running. Uh huh. It's so great. And I was, that's when I was, I was watching other games. I saw it in the bottom of the screen, right? You know, it was probably 20 after one. Josh Allen, four for 48 and a touchdown running. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he got out of the way early first quarter. So, yeah. um, LaShawn McCoy, I was excited about LaShawn McCoy yesterday. Well, after, yeah, after what he did last time to them. Yeah, yeah. that didn't quite work out. So we're going to have to keep an eye on, on him. Did I get hurt too? Uh, he, yeah, he got a little something yesterday. I didn't, I don't remember exactly what it was, but he got hurt as well. Marcus, they were down on Marcus Murphy, and I guess, I, I, I forgot where Isaiah McKenzie ran for the touchdown, but. I saw, I saw that play. Yeah, it was, that was kind Shul- of. Yeah, Ivory's a shoulder injury. Okay. So, see. Um, yeah, gross back to the way, though. I don't know if I want to touch that. It, it, it's not good, is it? Oh. It's all, it's, it's all, if you're, in, if you're in DFS, you don't need to stack Josh Allen with anybody. No. I don't, well, maybe, maybe Robert Foster. <laughs> maybe Robert Foster. Yeah, he did. He, so, so he goes, he finally got more volume because all along it's been like, well, yeah, he got some big plays, but they're not throwing to him a lot. Yeah, but then, but then you, you sent me that next-gen stats thing uh, that you, a couple weeks ago on Twitter about just his routes and his, um, his speed. His fosters, you know, that's a good, good piece for an offense to have this, that's kind of growing like this one. Yeah. Um, Zay Jones got a lot of targets too. He, yep. didn't, he didn't catch a lot, but, but they keep looking for him, which is a good sign. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how much I want to play a Buffalo receiver in most fantasy playoff games. Right. I mean, it was a case like if you if you didn't want to wait to play Doug Ball, Wednesday Jones was a good alternative this week type right. of thing. But yeah, still not not exciting. Um, Crowell got hurt, left with a foot injury. Is that okay. what he came yeah. into the game with? I thought it he was. Had, well, yeah, yeah, it was right. a re-injury. Yeah. So um, Elijah McGuire played a decent amount and ran pretty well. I mean, you know, he got a touchdown, he got 60. It, you know, he's fine. Right. And we got them this week. They're home, they're home for the Texans, so not the greatest matchup if Crowell's out. Uh, but a lot of catch in the backfield maybe, though, with that one. Yeah, that could be true. You know, but we've been waiting for that with him, and it's not happening a lot. Yeah, I mean, I just you want to immediately sub him into the Powell role, I guess. Right. So, yeah. That's what I've been wanting to do. Um, Sam Darnold, I mean, you don't want to play Sam Darnold now, but I think I, I'm – you, you see flashes with him, you know, mm-hmm. that, that it's not like, right. Sometimes you, you look at poor, as much as I like Josh Rosen, I watch him sometimes. I go, Oh, that poor guy. <laughs> and I don't feel yeah. that way about Darnold. Like, all right, I see stuff. Like, I don't know if it, it how much gets better for Rosen oh. next year because his team is so bad. Right. I don't know if I feel as bad with that about Darnold, even though, I mean, I know he's on a bad oh. team, but it's just a little different. But- his supporting cast is still better. I mean, yeah. the, 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 the entirety of a Robbie Anderson, Chris Herndon type of situation is still better. Probably I mean, so. Even, even though they're not, there's no Fitz, there's no David Johnson there. It's just the the, the depth of op, the, of options he has to work with is more passable. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. Um, we talked about our man George Kittle. We talk yeah. about him again if you want, because he's incredible. <laughs> he's just... um, yeah. Quick, quickest thousand yard. 49er tight end, I believe, right? Yeah, I think season. so. Yeah. Um, otherwise, in that game, Jeff Wilson, you know what? He didn't, because he didn't score, his fantasy day is not going to look great. But that's fine. I mean, I will take that again this week if Breed is out. And I don't, I mean, we don't know what's going to happen with Breed because Breed has been banged up all year. They just might let him rest till, till he's okay. Not the worst idea at this point. Right. And they're home for the Seahawks. So. I, I would have no hesitation playing Jeff Wilson again if Breed is out. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think it'd be such a huge issue, especially the volume will be there. Yeah, right. And I mean, on this team, the running backs do well. Well, you know, it's a scheme thing. Well, it's, it's Shanahan. It's 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 why Devonte Freeman and then Edo Smith. Uh, sorry, and then Tevin Coleman. All right. There. See, I, I I lose all rational thought when I think about that. Sorry. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> it's, it's supposed to be a money position for the Falcons. Sorry, yeah. but anyway. Nick Mullins, nice day. Wouldn't. Count on it happening again, but it's a nice day. Yeah, I mean, no, no future in the in the organization once Jimmy G comes back. But trade ship for extra draft pick, maybe. 
I don't know. Mm, it's tough. I don't know. I don't for think so. like a fifth rounder or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I buy into that guy. It, it, it could just be like a nice, nice backup to have because he's had all this experience this year. Right. So. All right. Um, Lindsey, thank God he scored the touchdown. I know because his owners just would have, you know, were so happy with him. So, so the receivers, Sutton didn't do much, but if you picked up Deshaun Hamilton and got cute and started him, it worked. Mm-hmm. Which I guess is work. Tim Patrick. That's a surprise, and he's a he's a big he's a he's an athlete. Let's say yes, he's a, he's a he's an impressive figure. Yes, right. I mean, big dude, fast. You know, three rookie receivers here. So yep. No, and so so it's not like anyone's got a lock on on the quarterback's affection. Let's put it that way. Didn't seem to be, even though Sutton, the most intriguing profile in general, just Keenum's not locking in. Right. So do you, so do any of the so so looking at this they play home against the Browns let's say Ward's out again for the Browns do any of these guys how how much do they appeal to you I think Sutton's still a, a, a low end wide receiver three I, I I think that will come around in a little bit more of a favorable game situation I think that you know Keenum looked a little bit off sorts and he was kind of settling for shorter throws most of the time right so I think that I can see the challenging downfield a bit more against the the Browns especially being at home. Right. And uh, I, I don't know if I feel comfortable playing Patrick at this point. Hamilton maybe a little more because he got the red zone look, but it's still very risky to have either one of those last two guys. So, so th- let's say this week, l- let's say you're looking at your fab this week. You're looking at your bids, right? And you're saying, okay, I can't play any of these Bronco receivers in week 15. But I would like to speculate on either Hamilton or Patrick, because if yeah. it happens again, right? Maybe I can play them at Oakland in Week 16. Who would you target? Which one of them would you look at right now? Probably yeah. Hamilton for me. I, it, it's a tough one. I, I, I Patrick in, in PPR kind of screams out at me a little bit. Okay. Uh, it's still still both very good long term guys for this team, though. I think I'm very excited about what I see from them. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to look at get an idea. I mean, yeah, Tim Patrick. Just Tim Patrick's a big dude, so I think that's going to be a good thing for Keenum to target. Right. So I'll, I'll weigh in at that end of it. I mean, Hamilton's got some measurables on him too. He does. Yeah. You know, speed and all that. So which what? which which is the which is the Emmanuel Sanders role compared to? Yeah. Why are they playing? Why are the Broncos and Raiders are playing Christmas Eve night? Come on, NFL. That's not want necessary. To, want to ruin our holiday? Come on, guys. I don't know. <laughs> I have I have my my big Christmas Eve bash. I'm not gonna be able to watch it. It's not good. Oh well, I think you're okay with that though. Broncos Raiders. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so. I think you're okay with missing it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Chargers Bengals. So Eckler scored uh, and did okay. Mm-hmm. And, and the, if you started Justin Jackson, it didn't work. However, Eckler got hurt late. That was, a, that was an ugly, ugly injury too. Was it? it see, it looked bad, but he got up and walked away. He did, but then the initial impact, if you watch that, I, I cringed a little bit Yeah, with the, with the, with the coverage and the onside kick. Right, so, so last week, there, were some, there was a lot of chatter that they think Melvin Gordon might be ready for Thursday night. Right. And I heard it over the weekend more. Mm-hmm. However, maybe, if not, and if Eckler, I mean, this is, this is a quick turnaround for Eckler. So Justin Jackson yeah. mm-hmm. he might be very playable in week, six, in week 15 for people. Right. Um, the thing with Eckler, uh, I don't know if we, we might have missed this before the outline. Uh, Stingers, Eckler's had a couple of them late, according to Schefter. Okay. So, yeah, um, save a guy like that for the postseason, knock on wood, you know. Do you? What, do you think you can get first place? You might. Oh, no, 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 I'm just saying, like, um, you know, keep him healthy. I think you can just have him sit out on Thursday with a short turnaround is what I was trying to say. All right. I mean, yeah. this, is, this is a huge game. It is a huge game, but... But you, 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 you've worked without Gordon before. You've worked, you know, without periods of Eckler. You can do a Gordon-Jackson combo. You, you know? could. I mean, that's if Gordon's right. You know. It, this, right. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, but yeah, if, if Gordon's out again, the Justin Jackson thing, I, I, I want to hear what happens, what the Chargers say today. Right. But, folks, Justin Jackson might be your number one pickup if he's still available this week. Because last week he didn't, he didn't go, right? He, he wasn't. It's not like everybody snapped him up. I'm going to look at his Yahoo ownership level right now. 
Um, well, because everyone might have thought Gordon would come back, so they kind of just let it slide a little bit. He's 55% owned, so higher than I thought. But still a lot of room to get him this week. Yes. Most, so, yeah. Okay. Um, on yeah. the Cincinnati side, uh, you know, if I was them, I would give Mixon the ball every down, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, they, he got 31 touches. Mm-hmm. Well, when you have Jeff Driscoll. Behind, so What's the dance to? he did on the touchdown? I was waiting for Orange Justice again. But that wasn't it. I don't know what it was. You're asking the wrong guy about dances. Okay. So. Who did a good one yesterday? Did someone throw, didn't the Ravens do it? Someone did a throw the bouquet. I missed that. I think it was the Ravens defense, but I'm not positive. Like basically threw the ball and the team was all stacked behind him. And like, it was like throwing the bouquet over his head like a bride. It was, it was very clever. I saw the Browns do the campfire. That was kind of cool. That was kind of cool. I agree. Yeah. All right. Otherwise on the Bengals, there's nothing to tell here. This is just, it was Jeff, Jeff Driscoll ran for a touchdown. Jeff Driscoll, speedy <laughs> Jeff Driscoll. He ran, he no, he didn't. I thought he ran for the touchdown. No, he threw for one. He didn't run for one. Oh, well, maybe it was a two-point conversion maybe that he got? I don't know. No, maybe, yeah. I could have sworn he ran in for something. I think you might be right. All right. Raiders-Steelers. All right, this is weird. <laughs> so, I understand that you try to protect your star player. But Big Ben was okay to come back late, but not, but had to sit out for a while. That just struck me as strange. That either he was okay to come back or he wasn't. They saved him for the the, the, the late second half, I guess. They, maybe he was underestimating Oakland. <laughs> maybe, but that's that's a bad, that's a, that's a screw up if they did. Yeah. And God, they were god awful without him. Well, you know, Dobbs is, you know. That's nope. bad, though. It's bad. Yeah, it's, it, it, well, that, that downgrades everybody. Right. So. Um, Jalen Samuels, if you had him, it sounds yeah. like Connor's going to miss this week's game again. Mm-hmm. So it's funny. Derek and I talked about Stephen Ridley on Friday, and he, you know, he, got a, he vultured a touchdown. But he's not a guy you want to play. Jalen Samuels, he's a better receiver than runner, but that's okay. Because the, the way they're going to use him is going to keep him busy enough for you. Yeah, yeah, he he didn't look good running in, on the interior for most of the, of the game. So. Right. Yeah, a guy right. you want a guy you want in space for sure. Right. Yeah. Um, Juju's Juju's awesome. That touchdown catch when he <laughs> tapped it up in the air. Yep. Was great. I was watching it live, and when the ref called incomplete, I'm going, "Really? Are you sure?" <laughs> and it was just great. Um, lo- I love that guy. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, your big value pick. Yeah, you know, that's true. Goals, so. That's not yeah. the only reason I love him though. No, he's like he's like a, he's like a fun dude too. So, yes, yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. Um, other side of this one, uh, uh, yeah, and the kick slipping on the kick. I mean, you know, you can't blame the kicker for well, that. Well, it's that that's the that's the baseball field as well, and mm-hmm. you know, not not that they've played in a while, but they just never keep it good. It seems that won't happen in Vegas. Uh, it will not. Mm-hmm. Um, Jared Cook had a strong game on the other side. Derek Carr, I'm not chasing Derek Carr. I know he's had two good weeks in a row. I'm not chasing Derek Carr. Well, I mean, let's. I, I'm looking at the schedule here. I, I he looks more comfortable ever since all those trades went down. Maybe because right. the pressure's off, or you know, doesn't feel like he has to throw to Cooper. They He's got at the, Bengals this week. Yeah, but that's that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, I don't know. That's to, that's top fifteen. I don't think it's anything higher than that. Top fifteen, really? The matchup boost is big. I think unless unless you want to boost who, who any of the running backs, you're gonna, you're gonna boost Doug Martin instead. Maybe. That's a good question. I mean, Martin's but he's busy. Yeah. I'll say that. That's an inch that's an interesting one. The jolt. Of yeah. course you could play Jared Cook. So Yeah, you gotta play Jared Cook. But yeah, I don't think I'm chasing Carr. I don't think Carr would be I I don't know if I see Carr in my top fifteen, let's put it that way. All right, let me see. This week I, I can see him sneaking in Carr, if anything. Carr at Cincinnati or Baker at Denver. I think Baker, especially if Harris is out. Okay. The, well, the, well, Harris is out for the year, right? So yeah. I think so. Yeah. What about Carr? What about Carr at Cincinnati or Mariota at the Giants? Mm. Yeah, maybe, maybe that, maybe it's top twenty, not top, not top fifteen. Okay, just <laughs> just checking on your. Still, still a Q, still a QB two, I think, with that matchup. Right, I'll say that. Uh, Cowboys Eagles overtime. I had Eagles plus four. That was a bad beat. Good for me. <laughs> yeah, good for you. Well, because I had I had three and a yeah. half. I, I, I took, took three and a half. Yeah, so. that was a yeah. bummer. Because I, I was pretty, like, okay, they're going to get a field goal. Fine. Um, the mm-hmm. Amari Cooper. So 
I've been reading a lot this morning. Mm-hmm. A lot of, we're sorry, Jerry Jones. We were wrong. So, no. look, it worked for them. For now it worked. For now yeah. it worked, but still, it, it's, hard to, it's hard to say at this point they shouldn't have done it. You know? All right, well, even for process people, and, and, we, and we are process people. Mm-hmm. But, and it's, I just think it's hard to say that. With that said, part of what I'm reading is not just, hey, we apologize to Jerry Jones, but it's, hey, the Cowboys won the trade. Well, no, the Raiders made a good trade. No, it's, it's a win-win trade, I think. Yeah. I, I, I would have, you know, if you're assuming the Cowboys are trading a mid to high-end first rounder, sure, but, you know, Cooper's trade knocks it down, right? So it kind of balances the trade out a little bit. If they're going to be successful with him, yep. So it's it kind of corrected itself, and I do you know, and I've said this, Cooper, with his separation, with the way he can get you know get get past receiver and actually create a target for Dak to throw to, that that changes the whole dynamic of this of this offense. So right. So since which was the first game? Was the Eagles game the first game? Tennessee was the first game. He went five fifty eight one. He went five. So. Okay, since then. Dak yeah, the one, has yeah, nine yeah. touchdown passes in six games. Nine, nine passes in three runs. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's throwing for, you know, yesterday the, the yard, I mean, you know, it was an overtime game. It was against the, it was a, kind of turned into a shootout. So it was a little Those, different than most games. But he has, he has been, yeah. he's been strong. He really has. Still a lot of fumbles, though, and a couple of really bad picks. Uh, it, yeah, but, but yes, overall, I mean, he worked around it, thankfully, because the volume, but. Still a little bit of Dak riskiness there. Like, you know, you, you kind of shake your head at some of the throws he makes. Sometimes he kind of undercuts some guys. But, yeah, um, you know, you, you, like, like I said, you can't, you can't knock how Cooper has made an impact and has allowed him to challenge downfield a little bit more effectively. Yep. So. Now, the, the touchdown, the, the one that got picked off at the goal line, that was going to Cooper too, right? Yes. Okay. I believe so. Um, Zeke, 40 touches. How about that? Yeah, and with with uh, offensive line injuries too to boot, and he still worked pretty well. I mean, Zach Martin, I'm kind of crossing my fingers on that one. It looks like there's no structural damage to his knee, but okay, yeah. Um, Wentz statistically at least had a strong game. Um, that that pass interference on Goddard was really insanely bad. I was like, even as the Cowboys fan blindly rooting, I was like, come on, really? Yeah. <laughs> that's t- that's ticky tacky. So pe- um, people finally started uh, Golden Tate yesterday, probably, and that turned yeah. into a disaster. <laughs> and Byron Jones got owned a couple of times too by Jeffrey and and that Aguilar deep completion. So, so do any this week the Eagles oh, play at the Rams? Do any Eagles receivers make your top thirty standard? Uh, whoever matches up with Talib, maybe. <laughs> Um, I think Jeffrey. I think Jeffrey could toss to leave around a little bit if they match up. Yeah. So that could be that could be something there. I, I still like them as top forty receivers. It's kind of they, they have to kind of keep them bunched together. Those two. Right. So, and Aguilar's just a you know a dice roll. Dak is a. Uh, I think Dak's a pretty solid start this week. Uh, against They're yeah, the well, against the Colts. That's uh, a road. That's a road game though, and you have to always knock Dak a little bit for that. <laughs> All right. And you know that we just talked about that Colts that defensive personnel, you know, Darius Leonard's uh, up and coming star also. So I just want to see what the yeah. over under is on that game. We don't have it yet. We don't have. I don't have it. Yet. Uh, it maybe later today we'd have it. I would think. Right. Yeah. I guess so. I'm looking. I'm looking. Okay. Um, otherwise, with that one, let's see. I mean, the Cowboys basically. You Nothing. know, you've got three guys that are relevant, and that's that. Um, if, if, if only we can combine like Blake Jarwin and and, Dar- and Dalton Schultz into one guy, right. they, they had a nice day to combine. So I wouldn't. Um, I what had Josh Adams? I was excited because of how busy he had been, mm-hmm. and this game kind of it, it's hard to run on the Cowboys. Those right? bigger backs, those bigger backs especially, yeah, yeah. because they just run kind of into the line because they they fill the gaps well. So, so what do you do this week? If, if you got Josh Adams and he's going to play the Rams, what do, you, what do you think you do? I think I'd go back to the well. Well, we saw Howard run on them pretty effectively late yeah. in, in, in this week. I mean, that might have been just because, you know, late in the game, run the clock out. But, I mean, both running backs had nice games, as we'll talk about in a minute. But Right. Yeah, I, I, th- I think he's still a high-end flex, Adams, at least. Yeah. Okay. 
And um, Corey Clement got hurt. And yep. he's probably going to be, you know, if, if you were counting on him, if you had him in some sort of deep league, you can pretty much forget him. Darren Sproles got a touchdown. Welcome back, Darren Sproles. Jute Leighton Vanderush out of his cleats. <laughs> he really did. <laughs> um, I think Sproles is a clear number two now, just for the contrast. I guess. <laughs> game. Wow. It's, it's not exciting, but. Don't, don't start him, anybody. Right. Um, Lions Cardinals. This is fantasy death, this game right here. I, yeah. David Johnson, this is the worst stat line, I think, of the whole year. Mm-hmm. David Johnson, eight catches for 12 yards. <laughs> Hopefully it was full point PPR. It's terrible. <laughs> it's so terrible. Um, they, that, I mean, that, 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 that's a line that gives the anti-PPR people yeah, a lot of clout. I, I agree. Yeah, which, which that's disgusting. I would totally not want to reward that either. But. I mean, there's nothing to like on the Cardinals here. I mean, Trent Sherfield caught five passes, but I don't care. Who thought we'd miss Christian Kirk so much? Right, exactly. <laughs> On the line side, I learned my Legarrette Blunt lesson because he has scored a touchdown. He doesn't do anything. Yep. Um, so that's not good. Uh, exactly. Kenny Galladay. So Kenny Galladay, two for five, right? You, we, yep. we were excited about Kenny Galladay getting all the volume. But we did talk about this last week that yesterday he got Patrick Peterson. Mm-hmm. And his next two games are Tredavious White and Xavier Rhodes. Yeah. So not easy sledding for Kenny Galladay. Yeah, I kind of recommended him as like a flex for some people because I thought maybe his big playability, you know, not that Peterson's not great, but, you know, the height could come into play with Galladay, but it doesn't matter when Matthew Stafford and your Lions offense is that week. So right. so, so yeah. back to Blunt, they use Zach Center a bit. I could, could you, would you, on the waiver wire <sighs> this week? I, I don't uh, think I could. Um, as your $0, like, contingency bid, maybe. <laughs> yeah. If you, if, you, if, you, if you lose that on, like, three other guys, if you have, like, a Justin Jackson, and then you have, like, Zenner all the way down at the bottom of that grouping, maybe. Agreed. But, oh, God. I, I mean, we've been down this road with Zach Zenner before. That, that, we, there were, that we kind of thought yeah. there might be reasons for him to be useful. <sighs> I don't, he's, he's a good real-life back to have as, like, a depth piece. Right. I, I think there's a little bit, of, little, little bit of spark there, but, yeah. Um, I would not rush to play at all. Agreed. Okay. So, and, and but I mean Buffalo's. You know, it's the defense that I think is going to control the game. Also against Stafford. So. All right. Um, Rams Bears. Sorry, <laughs> Todd Gurley fantasy owners. That was Whoa. brutal. If you had him. Golf just. I mean, he he had he had to have at least ten targets, right, Gurley? Because all he could do is dump it off. Golf basically. Speaking of God, he he lived up to every stereotype of of a California guy not being able to play in the cold weather. <laughs> yep, exactly. It was, it was just so bad. Oh, my God. He was so uncomfortable. I mean, no, none of the Rams d- did anything for you. Woods was okay. Yeah. After the catch, he had a bunch of good stuff. But that's it. Yeah. I mean, so many people in the playoffs had these Rams that they were so excited about, and they, they just probably killed you. Mm-hmm. So, um, on the other side of this, all right, so... Trubisky, uh. <laughs> he's not good. Real life Trubisky, and I'm not, I don't just want to beat up on on last night's game, which was bad. It was a weird game, but you know Rams are solid defense too, for what it's worth. But I know, yeah. but but you're right, you're right. This, yeah. like, I, I was I was looking at this morning. It's gross, and and it was a little controversial when they traded up to get him. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine if they had? Sat still, or even traded back and gotten. What if they got Mahomes? Could you imagine? Well, like they'd be unbelievable. That Matt Nagy, I mean, and Nagy would have wanted to come there even quicker, right? Had, yeah. So, or even or, yeah. or Watson. Yeah, I mean, it's I'll, easy, yeah. you know, twenty hindsight's twenty twenty and all that, but I mean, this guy is. Uh, if you take out that game against the Bucks, mm-hmm. it's not great. So. Another another running dependent fantasy quarterback still. Yes. So, uh, when he gets past the scripted plays, good luck. Right. You know, that that's the way it is with him because he looked pretty good that first drive again. You know, but then he threw a pick not far after that. So. <laughs> yeah, he just looks so shaky. I don't know. Like I've I've been such a big Bears fan this year. Look, they won. It's fine. But I'm like, oh, I don't trust that guy one bit. That you want me to bet on that guy in the playoffs? Get out of here. Well, if they lean on the Howard Cohen duo for the long term, that's I don't know if they're going to be able to. I don't, I don't know if when Howard's a free agent, but uh, still, run run first, work off play action. So, all right, well, Howard finally Howard went over hundred, which was nice. But the rest, I mean, Cohen's Cohen's 
he's good. He's such a nice player. I mean, fantasy wise, he didn't help you a ton yesterday. PPR, he might have done fine, but he's such a nice. I, I love watching him too. Top so. ten player to watch in the NFL, maybe. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. Um, and like it's Tyreek Hill will be on that list. Mahomes, you know. So where do the Bears? The next two, they got the Packers at home and then at San Francisco. So you have no, you don't have hesitations about their defense. Right. No, I mean they're 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 like they're a they're, they're matchup proof. They're still they're still a, a starter against Green Bay, yeah. especially hosting Rodgers. Okay. Yeah. Otherwise, on that team, Trey Burton's just uh, he's so useless. He's a, he's a good real life piece. He's a he's a compliment. He's a he's a guy that makes a quarterback feel comfortable when he wants to use him. That's okay. That's fine. But they haven't used him nearly as much as we thought. Nope. Um. Which, yeah. you know, thank goodness I didn't pay that draft day price. Yeah, so. same, same. Yeah. Ditto for Allen Robinson. Yeah, that too. Yeah. All right. Um, talk, about, talk about a waste of talent, though. <laughs> right. But uh, so now, if you have some of those Rams and you survived, or you're going to survive, <laughs> they got the Eagles at home this week. Oh, yeah. So this is a get well spot. I think that's a murder, murder game so they can get some juice back. Yeah, I think you might be yeah. right. All right, tonight, Viking Seahawks. Who's your, uh, your showdown captain? Man, if that's on DraftKings, I want Dalvin Cook, the price depreciation. I think if they keep throwing to him like they did last week, that's going to be a nice bonus. Okay. I think Thielen, of course, and Diggs will be priced up enough where I'm, the, the ROI won't be there. Of course, you know, obvious plays, but. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I, see, I tend to think the Vikings are going to step up and make a game of it. So. Me too. Me too. I, I, don't, I don't think Seattle's running away with this at all. But, but Zimmer said something the other day. It, First, Zimmer said, he, he, he almost publicly kind of wanted, he said, you know, we need to run the ball more, mm-hmm. right? Which was great. But then he said something else that was a yep. little weird. I uh, read the same thing, yeah. So, I'm, all right, I'm on his player page and it says, we'll see, every game's different. Uh, this team we're about to play plays a, lot of extra, plays a lot of extra guy in the box, so we'll have to see. Yep. So, you go, all right, I, you know, at one point I was excited about Cook, and now I'm like, oh, maybe for tonight I'm not. I'm, you know, Bobby Wagner, of course, good coverage linebacker. Yeah. And all that. And, but I see, I still think that's going to, it's going to be a lot of dump offs, I think, still. Okay. But of course, you look at the quarter, the cornerback matchups for Diggs and Thielen are just so advantageous. Yeah. So that, that, those, are the, those are the chalk plays if you're doing that. I, I think David Moore's in that with Ball. It sounds like Doug Baldwin is, you got to, at this point, we're doing this money. He's going to be a game time decision, but it doesn't sound good. No. Um, and there's not really a guy that you would – and like I was saying before, I had to make a fishbowl league decision and, and bench ball him with no one going tonight because I didn't want to drop anybody for like an Aldrich Robinson or right. a um, Laquan Treadwell or Moore was, of course, owned because he's been decent lately. I didn't want to do Jerron Brown, for instance. So Okay. Yeah, I do like the David Moore thing. I, could, I think that's an interesting play tonight. But. Especially full point PPR, it's definitely yeah. justifiable. I don't know about FanDuel. Maybe FanDuel's more of a – he can go Latavius Murray audible in FanDuel maybe. Got it. But, All right. Yeah. What else you got happening? Too much, uh, but, but it's great. <laughs> um, you know, the Discord fantasy chats are rolling now. Um, you know, week 15, important week. So if you guys have questions you want me to expand on other than the podcast, you can catch me there. Uh, rotowire.com slash chat. You can roll with those. And, of course, we have DFS out the wazoo with every sport, NBA included. So I'm not an NBA guy, but we have plenty of NBA guys to chime in. Facebook Live, Wednesday Wire, uh, 1 p.m. Eastern again this week. Thursday Thread, Down to the Wire, Thread on Sunday. And, you know, really start to wrap up some MLB stuff. Uh, hope to hope to start contributing a little bit more there. So this is everybody's cue. What are the Yankees going to do for their remaining pitcher? Uh, resigning Hap is okay now that they got Paxton. Um, Corbin, I would have liked Corbin, but I get why they didn't pay $26 million a year for him or whatever it was. Right. Um, I believe in Corbin. I think there's reality there. Um, yeah, it's weird. I, Harper first base intrigues me, but I don't Oof. know if they would do that. <laughs> That's, I don't know. I, I'm talking myself out of Machado. I don't know. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Like, it basically, I, I I don't think Cashman's gonna go at, overpay for a starter. I think he's yeah. gonna say, you know what? Forget. I'll just go in a different direction. Yeah. And uh, you know, maybe, maybe what he says, fine. I'll sign Harper. Great. We'll have less pitching, and we'll just beat the crap out of the ball. <laughs> well, 400 OBP would help. So yes. <laughs> so uh, I like Hap. It would be nice if they got him on a two-year deal to, to round yeah, things out. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, all right. And then just get another reliever, right? Get another guy who throws, you know, where's Ottavino? He's free agent, right? 
Oh well, Adovino would be monstrous, but uh, I think he's. I think he, I think he could close somewhere, so okay. I could see him getting that deal. Uh, you could pay him if you pay him money. Who needs saves when you got money? Uh, I I think the reliever trend. I think they're kind of. I would love the Yankees to just go against the grade and not sign a big reliever and try to develop more. Develop more. Okay, save so some money. Basically, just keep trying to find guys who throw ninety eight and work, work from there. Work with Tansons. Work with Green. So that's true. All right. Uh, folks, listeners to our podcast and get a free 10-day RotoWire trial at rotowire.com slash pod. No credit card needed for that. That lets you check out nearly all the features on the site. Take a look now, rotowire.com slash pod. Folks, if you liked this show, uh, we'd appreciate it if you'd leave us a review and a rating. And again, look, we, we summarized all the games from yesterday and like every week. Some of it was summary. Some of it was, hey, here's some information. You can take it and use it for next week. If you have any questions about that, Tim is on Twitter at Tim underscore Heaney. I am at jhalpin37. Ask us anytime. We'll be happy to help. Um, thanks for listening to this edition of the RotoWire Fantasy football podcast jake and i will be here on tuesday to check out some of those free agent options so please come on back then for tim heaney i'm john halpin see you next time